Well, did you hear the big news? Life on Venus. Life on Venus. Now, where have we heard this before? Oh, right. Life on Mars. Well, if you've been watching any of my videos or listening to Astronomy Cast, you're cautiously optimistic, skeptical, but hopeful. And that's the right position to take because buckle up. The internet's about to run with this news. It's going to be difficult to figure out what was really discovered and what this means for the search for life in the universe. All right, let's get into it. On Monday, September 14, 2020, an international team of astronomers announced the discovery of a very rare molecule called phosphine in the atmosphere of Venus. This chemical exists here on Earth, but it's only produced by industrial processes or as a waste gas by bacteria that live in oxygen free environments. Since there probably aren't factories on Venus belching out phosphine gas that leaves bacteria as a possible source. That said, the conditions on the surface are terrible for life. Temperatures reach 471 degrees Celsius day or night equator or at the poles. That's hot enough to melt tellurium. The atmospheric pressure is 90 times what we experience here on Earth. Not to mention, it's horribly acidic environment with steamy rains of corrosive sulfuric acid. But there are a few places where Venus could be mildly habitable. Once you get up high enough into the cloud tops above 50 kilometers or so, the temperature and pressure drop down to the point that they're much more Earth like. It's possible that there could be bacterial life held aloft in droplets that shift up and down in the atmosphere of Venus staying alive long enough to produce these waste gases. At this point, I'm hoping you're intrigued. First, let's talk about how phosphine was discovered. How are astronomers sure this was what they found? Phosphine is a chemical that's made up of one atom of phosphorus and three atoms of hydrogen. Here on Earth, it's a gas that smells absolutely horrible, often an indication of rotting corpses. It's highly unstable, quickly combining with any oxygen it can get its atomic bonds on, which is why it's surprising to see in the Venusian atmosphere with enormous amounts of oxygen in it. Phosphine has been seen in other planets in the solar system, like Jupiter and Saturn, but these are rich in hydrogen and have very little oxygen. Because it should be consumed so quickly on terrestrial planets, it has been suggested as the perfect biosignature to search for life on exoplanets. Find phosphine, and you could very well be looking at a planet containing life. But astronomers were never expecting to see this chemical on a world as awful as Venus. The initial discovery was made using the 15 meter James Clerk Maxwell telescope in 2017 over the course of five mornings of observations. Phosphine absorbs radiation in the one millimeter region of the electromagnetic spectrum where the GCMT operates. After studying the data, astronomers saw a hint there was phosphine in the atmosphere of Venus. So they requested time on an even more sensitive telescope, the 45 antennae of the Atacama Large Millimeter Submillimeter Array, or ALMA, in Chile. This more powerful observatory confirmed the discovery. Very impressive when you know that there are probably only 20 phosphine atoms for every billion atoms in the atmosphere. The researchers considered every natural way that phosphine could be produced 
from sunlight, materials blown up from the surface, lightning strikes, and even meteorites entering into the atmosphere. But none could account for the amount of phosphine. Volcanoes could produce this much phosphine if they were 200 times more active than the amount of volcanism we have on Earth. And from what we can tell, Venus has very little volcanism these days. But Earth bacteria would only need to be working at about 10% of their maximum productivity to be able to generate this quantity of phosphine. In other words, bacteria could be struggling, just barely able to survive on that hellscape Venus and still be able to easily account for the signal. But how could life actually survive high up in the atmosphere without any solid ground? Well, I'll get to that in a second. But first, I'd like to thank Richard Lace, Curry the Vegan, Tanner McKinney, Eric Mori, Dima Chemikov, William Fisk, and the rest of our 896 patrons for their generous support. Want our videos early with no ads? Join our community at patreon.com slash universe today. Phosphine producing bacteria is a great idea and all. And sure, maybe the temperature and pressure high up in the clouds could be survivable by airborne bacteria. But that doesn't sound exactly sustainable. Eventually, the bacteria should fall into the oven like conditions closer to the surface, right? Actually, some of the researchers who helped to make this discovery recently published a paper back in August describing a mechanism of how bacterial life could survive in the cloud tops of Venus. And their paper is called The Venusian Lower Atmosphere Haze as a Depot for Desiccated Microbial Life. This paper was actually on my to do list of future video topics. Little did I realize the researchers knew more than they were letting on when they published it a month ago. No problem. This actually makes for a way better video. In the paper, the researchers describe a mechanism that could keep life aloft in the Venusian clouds for hundreds of millions and even billions of years liquid droplets. Similar to clouds here on Earth, there are droplets of liquid in the atmosphere of Venus. But on Venus, these droplets are made of intensely acidic sulfuric acid with water dissolved in them. These droplets could be safe havens for microbes to carry out their photosynthesis life cycle using organic chemicals carried in the Venusian atmosphere. Metallic elements needed by their life cycle could be supplied by meteorites impacting the atmosphere and burning up. Over time, these droplets gain more liquid and grow more massive, eventually sinking down into the atmosphere and raining down to the surface, where they evaporate and are carried back up into the atmosphere. Having their home rain down into the oven-like conditions down below isn't exactly a sustainable way for life. But microbes on Earth are capable of doing some amazing things, and one of these is drying out or becoming desiccated and waiting for conditions to improve. In fact, scientists recently revived 100 million year old microbes dug up from beneath the seafloor, and it went back to living life, no problem. Their theory is that the microbes release spores that hover in the hazy region at an altitude of around 33 kilometers, waiting for a droplet to carry them higher up into the atmosphere. Lucky bacteria catch a trip in a droplet of water surviving long enough to release more spores and the cycle goes around and around potentially for millions of years. Evolution could have even adapted the organisms to help take advantage of the situation like having macroscopic life that could transport itself around in the atmospheric layers. Humanity has been so focused on Mars that Venus is chronically underexplored. Right now, the only spacecraft at Venus is the Japanese Akatsuki mission. 
This spacecraft has been studying the atmosphere and larger weather patterns on Venus, but it's not the right mission to actually find evidence of life in the cloud tops. Fortunately, there are at least 14 missions on the drawing board to go to Venus, including an atmospheric probe called Da Vinci Plus that could fly to Venus as soon as 2026. Da Vinci Plus would drop a spherical probe of sensitive instruments right into the atmosphere of Venus, measuring it at different altitudes as it descends down to the surface. This could help confirm that the different layers are conducive to life. And other missions like NASA's Venus in situ Explorer and India's Shukrayan 1 could study the atmosphere from the cloud tops for long periods of time. Perhaps this is an exciting enough discovery that a more purpose built spacecraft will soon be in development. In fact, we actually did a whole video about various missions that could visit the cloud tops of Venus, which I'll link at the end of this video. So there you have it. There's firm evidence of a key chemical produced by life in the cloud tops of Venus. In the immortal words of Carl Sagan, extraordinary claims require extraordinary evidence. And this evidence is still circumstantial. But the researchers sat on their evidence for three years trying to figure out every single reason why they could be wrong. And you can expect the rest of the scientific community is going to go through the same process, trying to think of every single rational explanation that doesn't indicate life. It's not a slam dunk case closed proof of life on Venus, but it's definitely worth more exploration. It's time to send missions back to Venus to sample the atmosphere and help figure out if there is even more evidence that there's life in the cloud tops of Venus. And if they do find it, is it related to Earth life somehow? Or did life form a second time in the solar system? Very exciting. What do you think? Let me know your thoughts in the comments. Here are the names of the patrons who support us at the $10 level and more. Want to see your name here? Support the work we do? Go to patreon.com universe today. Once a week, I gather up all my space news into a single email newsletter and I send it out. It's got pictures, brief highlights about the story, and links you can find out more. Go to universetoday.com newsletter to sign up. And did you know that all of my videos are also available in a handy audio podcast format so that you can have the latest episodes as well as special bonus material like interviews with me show up on your audio device. Go to universetoday.com audio or search for Universe Today on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And I'll put a link in the show notes. Like I said, we've actually done a whole video about prospective missions that could sample the cloud tops of Venus directly with much higher precision than could be done from Earth. And you can watch that video now.